0: memories on this nervous night in las vegas has it been five years six it seems like a lifetime the kind of peak that never comes again san francisco in the middle 60s was a very special time and place to be a part of. but no explanation no mix of words, or music, or memories can touch that sense of knowing that you were there and alive in that corner of time in the world, whatever it meant. There was madness in any direction, at any hour. You could strike sparks anywhere. There was a fantastic universal sense that wherever we were doing was right. That we were winning. And that, I think, was the happen. That sense of inevitable victory over the forces of old and evil. Not in any mean or military sense. We didn't need that. Our energy was simply prevail. We had all the momentum. We were riding the crest of a high, beautiful wave. So now, less than five years later, you can go up on a steep hill in Las Vegas and look west. And with the right kind of eyes, you can almost see the high water mark. That place where the wave finally broke and rolled back.
1: This is the unresearched podcast. solo came in hot. It came in hot. Hello. Yep. It be Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me?
2: Yes.
1: So it's movie review Monday. Guess what movie we re- we motherfucking reviewing? Do you want to talk about our first failed attempt at a movie
2: review? Uh, yeah, dude. It was a weird, uh, weird. Why was it so hard to pick this time? I don't know why. Cause I said let's do the screen movies. I was gonna watch them all. Really? I didn't even finish the first one because it sucks. <laughs> it sucks so, it's just, bad, it's so like, bad. It's like whatever, dude. It's like I know everything that was gonna happen, but because of scary movie, scary, scary movies is way funnier. Which between, are which like, are funny, dude. They still hold up. The, the
1: Scary movies don't hold up, but the original scary movies do hold up.
2: Yeah, it, it's just it was just weird. Um, I don't know, and and I just I saw the newest one in theaters uh, last weekend, and that was good. It was good, man. It was was fine. I was entertained, but then I was remembering because I saw number five, and I couldn't remember shit that happened. It's like that's how unmemorable it was. But it was good. they're just entertaining? They're just like it's just like oh that's cool. It's like cotton candy movies. Yeah, it's like oh yeah, yeah, it's like oh shit, blood. Oh damn, slice.
1: The whole beginning, the whole beginning sequence with Drew Barrymore is like kind of like what drives you into the movie. But you've seen that shit parried and you've seen it like yeah. so many times it doesn't even hit as it it, this, this movie being like 30 years old.
2: It's iconic, I guess. And I don't, it's fine. I don't, I don't know. I was never into them when they first came out. So, no, no. So they don't think hold up.
1: You might have been like, a t- like, maybe
2: not even like 10 years old or some shit. I was right at that age when everybody was faced for Halloween. I was like, nah.
1: This is one of my least favorite horror movie franchises.
2: Which Out is of all wh- of them. Which is why we're not doing that. Oh, yeah, because we're... Okay,
1: basically, we were going to review Scream, or like, and then we're going to do Scary Movie, but then we realized how shitty those movies were, so we We were going to do
2: The Haunting, and I was like, I don't feel like watching that shit, because I remember that shit sucks,
1: too. Well, Catherine Zeta-Jones is a mega babe in that one. Catherine
2: window. Zeta-Jones. But then
1: they parody that, because we were going to do, like, Scary Movie, and then Scream, and then do Scary Movie 2, and The Haunting, because they yeah. parody The Haunting more in Scream 2, or Scary Movie 2. And Scary 2... Scary Movie Two is one of my favorite movies of all time. That movie, was scary fucking movie is fucking hilarious, dude. Fuck, dude. I we was, should just review that one time. So. We were
2: watching that too, but uh, the haunting—I uh, don't know if you remember the trailer for that. When I saw it in theaters, it was like, "Oh, it looked like it was gonna be like a really good scary movie." I was like, "Holy shit!" But the movie ended up, movie ended up like, "What the fuck?" The trailer was scarier than this whole fucking thing. Yeah,
1: the originals. More of a psychological horror. I have to see. I it's black see. and white. It came out in like the 60s. Damn. I think the chick won an Oscar for that. I want to check it out.
2: I, I like old, scary movies. Or she might
1: have won an Oscar for East of Eden. I don't remember. But um, anyway, we decided to say, fuck you, Scream. Fuck that franchise. Your movie sucks. Let's do something that's tight. So we decided doing <laughs> Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I love this movie. I love Johnny Depp's way he plays Hunter S. Thompson in this movie. and uh, Benicio Del Toro as Dr. Gonzo is fucking insane.
2: Can you hear me? No. Yeah, dude, um Just in the ship at your skull. That movie that movie's weird. It's man. a
1: mind fuck, dude, from start to finish. Like it's was directed by Terry Gilliam from uh, Monty Pythons and he did a lot of other weird movies. Terry Gilliam, yeah. Um He's known to have like just like a lot of weird Baron Munchausen, what it's is, is, is that other one? Brazil. It's
2: Strange movie, dude. When I first saw it, I was like uncomfortable, but I was like, "This is cool, but it's weird." I watched it in the theaters with my buddy oh, Jesse, man. and then um
1: and his girlfriend at the time. And he's like, "Hey, Steve, I need you to sit a couple rows back." I'm like, "Okay." And then like after the, I was like watching the movie, I'm like, "Go fuck." And then after the movie, he's like, "Oh yeah, she was giving me a blowjob during the movie." I'm like, <laughs> "The whole time, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the whole time." She didn't even need to watch the movie. How rude! Ow, dude. I don't think it was the whole time. but That yeah, would like, hurt. But it was like in the middle, we ditched class and it was the middle of the day. Well, actually, no, he, oh, this makes him feel like such a scumbag. He was already graduated from high school and me and his girlfriend had to ditch class.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> scumbag. Yeah, what a piece of shit. Indeed. He's dead now. Damn. No rest in peace for that fool. That guy was a piece of shit. Oh, Dang. But anyway, I'm not I'm not here to talk trash on my friends. We're here to talk about Fair and Low in Las, Las Vegas. There's a lot of too. weird cameos in
2: this movie. There's a bunch of people in Christina
1: this. Ricci, uh Toby Maguire, Toby Maguire.
2: He looks weird as shit, dude.
1: The NCIS guy Dan Harmon.
2: Cameron Diaz, did you already say Cameron that? Cameron Diaz, yeah. Um,
1: I I s I use a lot of phrases in like on this movie in my normal day-to-day. I used to uh, I used to say uh
2: don't take any gun from
1: these fucking swine.
2: <laughs> Whenever I,
1: like my buddy was about to go do something that he might not get away with.
2: The movie is weird because the audio is weird, or just because like the audio is almost bad. But I don't know if that's yeah. intentional. I think it's,
1: everything in this movie is pretty much intentional. Yeah,
2: like the lighting. And I used to be like, like just leave that weird fucker alone. Yeah, don't worry about these weird fuckers. Did you know that originally, who was the instead of Johnny Depp and Benicio del Toro, it was supposed to be. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone. (laughs) Did you know that? I I feel that you made that up. (laughs) It was gonna be action packed, dude. Action packed. It would have been sick. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, dude. So just leave the weird fucker alone. We the (laughs) fucker. I don't know. I don't I don't don't (laughs) have any weird facts about this, dude. It was like Um, Um It was too much crap, dude. It was so much shit. So I know
1: a few things about this because um Johnny Depp was a very big hunter S. thompson fan read all his books and stuff and he stayed like a month living with hunter thompson when he was living up in uh colorado and was shooting d- drug uh shooting guns and doing drugs and just kind of like following him along the whole month and kind of liked how he got his mannerisms and how yeah. he talks because that's pretty much exactly how hunter S. thompson talks and the way he
2: walks and yeah. moves and shit Cause he was all
1: like he was always fucked up on drugs in real life. So then he's he like, was like,
2: like, uh, dude, I've done acid twice, right? And it's like the way he describes it is the exact same way that I felt. Like you know how he can't talk, you're just quiet. And he, like when he says, the fear I felt was unexplainable, is like exactly the way I felt on fucking acid the whole time, dude. Yeah, it's just so scary, dude. That's like I. They capture that feeling, dude, like, so good. Like, watching it sober, it's like, yeah, dude, that's how I felt. That sucks. My visuals <laughs> weren't as hardcore as that. Just, like, how the people's faces are kind of warped and moved. That's as much as I saw. And the floors moving and shit. Yeah. Like no, no dinosaurs having sex or anything like that. I
1: say the line, you can't stop here. It's bad country.
2: It's bad All country. All the
1: time. All the time. So, let's run through the, let's just kind of run through the, the stream of the movie.
2: Have you read the book? Uh, no, I was, uh... I can lend it to you, I have it. I'm down to read it, yeah. But I heard that the movie is a... Is a it was a best-selling book, and the movie didn't translate as well as the book? Or it's, it did, it wasn't as popular as the how movie? How much do they pay you to fuck that bear?
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. The thing, okay,
1: the other funny thing about, like, uh Circus Circus is still in Vegas. Yeah. And that, that's the weirdest scene, They can't get out the, the spinning uh carousel, the bar. Yeah, that's another disturbing part. Oh, that's the... Okay, so... My first trip to Vegas was like maybe 15 years ago with Laura. I remember before I was telling her, oh, I don't think I ever want to go to Vegas. Seems too wild. So then when she's like, oh, I love going to Vegas. Let's go. So then we went to Vegas and we went to Circus Circus and I was like, I need to go to that fucking... uh, To to buy the monkey. Yeah, the carousel bar. And we go, it's a fucking like, it's a candy shop now. that's not even a bar. And Uh, Circus Circus is notoriously the worst hotel in all of Vegas.
2: So scummy or what? It's so
1: gross. They haven't changed anything since the 60s.
2: I don't know if I went. I want to say I did, but my first two trips to Vegas, I was really, really just fucking drunk as shit.
1: I've stayed at Circus Circus maybe twice, and both times it was Grav... Gravity.
2: (laughs) Pure gravity. Yeah. It was stitches. Gravita. Okay, so
1: anyway, so they... The movie starts with like, uh, Honduras Thomas uh, Raul Duke, that's the name, it's that's a pseudonym. Name, it's a pseudonym as, that he used for this whole movie. And Dr. Gonzo, who's based off of real person also. Gonzo. We're going to do an episode about him later. But, they're, like, he gets hired to do, to cover this race, the Mint 500 in Las Vegas, and he goes over there, all expenses paid, whatever. That's he right. used to write for um, Rolling Stone at the time. And that Rolling Stone would cover all these different little things. They would send Hunter S. Thompson out to do just cover like a, the Kentucky Derby or some NASCAR event or the Indy five hundred, all these weird little things that and he would write his gonzo and his way he would write it was Gonzo Journalism, just like stream of consciousness, not really covering the event, but telling you what was happening in the event. And he was always fucked up on drugs. So he he and Dr. Gonzo ran a ran a convertible. The whole sequence where they're renting gathering all the shit is also it's like
2: yeah, you know, it a really nice pen <laughs> uh, Yeah, a oh, really nice pen He's like, as your attorney, I'm going to advise you to buy a really fast car. And then and the it, drugs. Yeah, something. did as many drugs as mm-hmm.
1: uh, that's Unfortunately, this blows my weekend. What? He's like, well, necessarily have to come with you. <laughs> They're
2: so weird,
1: dude. Yeah. Like, but the thing is that they. once you get into their world, once you like start following the movie, it seems like almost everyone else is weird that they interact with. Like, oh, why are you fucking... like. Why are you reacting this crazy to these guys? These guys are the uh, like these are just they're just doing their thing. Leave them alone. And the whole Gary Busey cops oh, scene was yeah. pretty good. I forgot about that. Okay, so they they gather all their gear, they drive up. They're driving up to Vegas, and we've made that. I've made that Vegas drive, yeah. millions of times. The drive up is always more fun than the drive back. Yeah, drive. dude. So <laughs> they're all like, it's like uh, Doctor. Um, Gonzo's about to do a lot of, do some coke, and he's like, the wind blows it. I was like, yeah. you see what
2: God just did to <laughs> yeah. us, man.
1: That was, that was my favorite part. <laughs> yeah. he it's
2: like, like God.
1: God, didn't do that to us. You did it. You're a
2: fucking archetypal nature. I knew it. That shit's funny, dude. Yeah, that. What is wrong with with Benicio del Torres character? Is he just on drugs all the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but the funny, the other weird thing is like, it's either
0: like,
1: it's either Hunter S. Thompson, Raul Duke. Is up, and DeTorio's down. Or they're on down. different levels. They're always on different levels, so that it never. But when they do, kind of like both get on the same wavelength, it's same like, like fucking shit hits the fan so hard. Like that's the whole last sequence of the movie where they just like start getting fucked up on adrenochrome. That thing, that's freaky. Like, and his his back turns into tits, and he's like yeah. all demonic, <laughs> like Yeah. That like hundreds tops. You know, creepy, know, dude. Just throw me in the pool. <laughs> Look at you, man. You're fucked up. Took too, much, took too much. Took too much. Too too much, much, too much. Took too much. If I, threw, if I threw, you in the pool, you'd fucking It'd sink dry. like <laughs> a stone. stone <laughs>
2: yeah, it's so good. He's all like, "What the fuck are we doing out in the middle of the what desert?" The <laughs> yeah. So then they pick up the hitchhiker, which is Toby Maguire. Yeah. And like again
1: said before he was Superman or Spider-Man. Spider-Man. He looks weird. Still, but he was still a, a star on the, on the rise when he did that cameo. Yeah. This
2: was just a bunch of little cameos.
1: So then <laughs> he's like. Don't worry about him. He's just admiring the shape of your skull. Your yeah. <laughs> like, this was the last known place for the bats of him. Would so, he make that grim connection? And he's like, they're just like acting like weirdos and freaking weird. him out. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. like,
2: did I say that out loud? Yeah. Did they hear me? That's like so weird, man.
1: People <laughs> yeah. um, are looking for those fucking bats, man.
2: The, the the Before I saw this movie, I don't know if you remember Avenged Sevenfold. I had a music video and the song was called "Bad Country. Oh. And I was like, this is what the hell is this? And then I found out it was based on this movie. I was like, I was expecting to see bats in this movie because of that yeah. music video. I don't, I don't like Avenged Sevenfold, but I was just I don't think I could
1: describe Avenged Sevenfold musically if that never never listened to them.
2: That was just like that's like pictures. Doesn't really have like a lot of weird symbolism. Like, remember when they drive off? And you get the Corvette or whatever. And there's just a random alien with a flaming... There's yeah, an angel with a flaming sword. Is that supposed to be there? No, it's just, like, it's kind of, like, like heck, this trippy shit. Little Easter egg that Easter is, like... Easter I was like, what the hell? That's like, so weird. I, like,
1: also, like, I uh, do no, Like, there's, like, a lot of, like, references to, like, midgets and dwarfs and, like, small people. Yeah. Because I was like, no, some dwarf just brought me a martini at the side of the pool. Don't come over here, you fuck.
2: And then he, like, disappears into somebody else's robes or something. The yeah. The little... Midget guy or whatever. It's just the whole movie makes you feel like you're on drugs. And I was I was reading this thing that like uh, every time they're on a different drug, they use a different camera angles and lightings to yeah, make yeah. You, to make you feel what like what they're feeling or whatever. Just like lighting like i don't I don't know if you've ever done acid have you done acid
1: no I've only done mushrooms once
2: uh, kind of yeah because mushrooms kind of the same thing you know when like the lights are different dims bright mm-hmm. mellow and the lights coming from well places back in my lights.
1: early days I've gone on um uh, Hardcore drug binges where I was sleep deprived for like over four days. So then I did you start, start, hallucinating. start hallucinating and then I realized I need to go to fucking sleep. It's the worst. dude. It's the worst. So I do kind of understand that weird getting so fucked up. Like you're just like drugs and booze, like three or four days straight. And then you just about to come to the crash. And that that's what this movie is. It's like a series of crashes. It's where just either a... like a Bonicio Del Toro's character is about to crash or Johnny Depp's character is about to crash. And then they just keep partying to keep themselves an up just enough to maintain that certain level of craziness. Yeah, it's and just then,
2: them partying, right? Like kind he's, of. He's just there to do one report. Or... So he,
1: <laughs> so they Rolling Stone hires him to go to uh, cover the Mint Five or like the whatever Indy Five Thousand, the motorcycle races, which he does. He actually did write that article. It is that's the basis of this movie? That's the that was the start. That them sending him to Vegas for that particular thing was a series of articles that were in Rolling Stone that became Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Uh, And they collected all the articles and put it in the book. That's why there's two chat parts of the book. He writes it in a way that it happens in like consecutively, but the first trip is its own thing. And then they send him back to Vegas to cover the narcotics conference with all the cops, uh, which is the second part of the book. And so, but they take it takes like a good few months or almost almost a year to cover both events in and in how he did it in real life but in the books and, the, and how they re-edit it they make it seem like it's like happens consecutively
2: Oh, I see. so that he
1: tries he, when he rips off the, the hotel the first time it's like maybe I've been planning this the whole time <laughs> like all his yeah. gears already in his car yeah that's so weird dude <laughs> and he just wakes up all fucked up in a daze like
2: oh um, he's got, like, a weird raptor tail yeah. behind him. Like, where did he get No, that's, that? like, at the end. But I'm that's talking about the, the first oh. time. Oh, when, that's right.
1: Before he goes over to the other hotel and he meets uh, Dr. Gonzo and Christina Ricci. Oh, because he just bounces, huh? Yeah, he just bounces. Ba- well, like, he's, he's, ba- he's bouncing. He gets pulled over by Gary Busey. He's like, can I get a chicken kiss on the cheek? Yeah. The cop fucked me on all
2: ends. I like how he. he's, like... He's fucking with him. He's like, I'm going to signal left. Then he's just going to sharp right. Yeah. Just to fuck with him.
1: It's like, the usual speeder will just immediately pull over. Do not do this. It builds contempt in the cop. Make, Make him, him follow. chase you. He will follow. <laughs> <laughs> like, of course he's going to fucking follow, you idiot. But anyway, that um, there's a lot of these like weird, uh, eccentric, eccentric things that are sat- satiric comedy and even then when things are like aren't that funny, things are supposed to be taken funny, there's still like that little subtle subtle like sense of humor that's in everything. It's like
2: funny, but it's like creepy at the same like, time. Like, okay,
1: so let's bring up the dinner the diner scene, because they fucked up every it's like, uh, the outskirts of Las Vegas are or even like you fucked up so much on the strip, no other place will take you. So they end up that weird little diner, right? And he like Doctor Gonzo writes the letter back backdoor beauty, and it's like oh, the question mark was emphasized. <laughs> <laughs> he hands it to the lady, and she gets off. It's like, you think, like, that part was funny, right? You think it's going to be something, like, comical, but then it takes a total turn, and very violent. He pulls out the knife. He starts stabbing.
2: He starts throwing, like, the waitress and stuff. Oh,
1: yeah. That was, like, I think that's the most uncomfortable scene
2: of the whole movie for me. I don't know. I couldn't even describe which. Because the then he movie gets, he gets like, a,
1: he's, still, he's like, how much for the lemon meringue pie? 85 cents.
2: It's like, no, 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 no. The whole pie. Oh yeah, he just takes the well, <laughs> one, on the thing.
1: two, three, four, five, <laughs> and oh. then <laughs> and she's all like, come, like pretty much in like in a state of fear and she can't even move. And then Hunter S. Thompson's like is about to take his plate with food with it and he's like, ah, eh, thinks back and he puts it back on the down the counter and like walks away.
2: It's such dirtbags, dude. They're both like. Just terrible? Yeah. I guess they're just terrible people. Well, they're just having fun. I guess they're just, like, partying, dude. It, it reminds me of me and Beto going to Vegas. I guess he'd be Denisio Del Toro, if we had to pick.
1: And you'll be Ronald Duke.
2: Be. Dude, when he first takes off his hat, I didn't wasn't expecting him to be bald. I was like, whoa. Yeah. I was like, what the Johnny Depp looks He did that. Nave. He, he
1: uh, personally, like, he, like, made himself... I always, whenever I used to go to Vegas, I would buy one of those like green visors. I say Las Vegas that like, Hunter oh, yeah. Simpson had, and I always end up losing it by the end of my Vegas trip. I mean, that's that's job well done, right? Uh, so one time I bought, one last time I bought, went to Vegas, I bought one. You have you can't find them in like the, the normal uh, souvenir shops. You have to go to like some off strip weird souvenir shops to find it. And I bought one, and I was walking down to the strip, and or not the strip, uh, in Fremont, and it was like probably like three or four in the morning. And I popped in at the Evil Pie, and the guy, was, some, I was drunk as fuck, and The guy was like, "Hey, man, I really like your visor." And I'm like, "Oh, cool, man. Here, you can have it." And then I gave it to him. And then like the morning, I was like, "Where the fuck my? What the fuck happened to my visor?" Damn it, my visor. And then it wasn't until like a few, like until I started to like kind of like um, place out how my night went. And I realized that oh, I went to Evil Plan. I gave it some Trace fucking Mack. asshole. I'm yeah,
2: fucking. So like I've I've done stuff. I've done Vegas very much. Hunter S. Thompson. like. have done the Vegas style like that. Fear and loathing style. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like me
1: walking up and down Fremont with the the, the portrait of fuckable Jesus. Yeah, pretty... I was there. <laughs> yeah, you was.
2: But I was not on the same level at all. No. But um, okay. So then they get
1: to Ve- they get to Vegas. They're trying to check in. That's when the acid hits, and now all the people turn to.
2: That's the worst part. Like, it's like my favorite part, but it's like... I what about really the like, fucking golf shoes, then? He's like, hey, finish the fucking story. Oh, man. That's like at the end. Oh, Flea's in this movie, too. Oh, yeah. He's all sucking yeah. his arm.
1: What's the trouble? Bu- I say that line all. <laughs> lot. I say that a lot, too. What's the trouble? Bu- oh, Will you see? All this uh, on my sleeve is,
2: LSD. is LSD. LSD. And then Flea's just, just like... Ah. He's all like... Looks like a vampire. <laughs> yes, yeah. and, and then like the uh, then the
1: guy that uh, comes in and is like, hopefully his life was ruined. <laughs>
2: so weird,
1: man. So um, all the LSD during that time. So like the, he talks about how much the trying to find the American Dream because he was an ex hippie, like super loaded on LSD all through the sixties, like riding that wave of like the hippies, uh, kind of like youth movement and like trying to make changes and then they realize nothing's going to change and they all just get really bitter and it's like all crashing at the same time that's basically the story that's basically the, the
2: american dream yeah they say that a lot he says that a lot that's
1: basically the um emphasis of what the story is the about story. Yeah. what inspired him to write the way he did uh and about this but the america quote-unquote american the dream american right dream. so he has like the the famous like like, the cresting of the high wave. Like, that scene where it's all, like, quiet. And he's just, like, after uh, Dr. Gonzo's telling him, like, I'm sorry, I'm throw the toaster in the, uh, like, the tub, right? And then he's all fucking... He throws a grapefruit goes, at his head. Oh. Clean your shirts! Clean your shirts, man! <laughs> so a lot of shit happens in this movie. There's, like, too much to cover. There's
2: so much random stuff. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to forget stuff. Like... It's, like,
1: almost like a sketch movie. Yeah,
2: it's, like, this, this, every little... Every scene is something different. And it's like a different spot. It seems like everything is. It seems like a long movie, but it's really not. It's about so much shit, an hour, it's hour like four to five minutes. Two yeah. hours, I think.
1: But like so much shit happens, and like they jump to like so many different things. Like everything doesn't really connect directly. I like I like the scene where like they're um, in the the narcotics uh, conference, and the guy's like. They call it a roach because it resembles a cockroach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the <guy's laughs> like, fucking, what the fuck is this guy talking about? I, <laughs> talk about a I gotta get the fuck out of here! And then he saunters off, and then uh says a, a bunch of other. Then you can be
2: a cool guy. That whole scene is uncomfortable too. This like that the lighting and the camera angles is just just uncomfortable. We should just make. This episode uncomfortable. He did pretty, pretty much uh, already. Awkward, awkward, awkward So then, and then, like the scene
1: where the cop is like, "Shut um, up!" The cop is trying to check into the hotel, and the the guy at the counter is like, "I'm sorry, I can't help you." Like, well, oh you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who is it? that
2: that flamboyant guy.
1: Yeah, that scene is also very flamboyant.
2: Listen, man, <laughs> I've been <laughs> fucked around about way too
1: many fucking <laughs> yeah. cops. Beyond my trip now,
2: I'm in charge. He's like imagining, <laughs> <Yeah. it. laughs> and then like Ral well, do
1: just like saunters up to the front, like hey, here's my ticket, my press pass. Oh, right away, Mister Duke. Like we have all your bags. It's, everything's taken care of right away. Here we go. And then the guy gets more pissed off because he
2: just helped. Like it's like,
1: I have reservations. I'm I, I, fuck you. I'll call you. Fucking, fucking,
2: fuck you. <laughs> so. What's that? What's that? That part where where they're like, when when uh, Benicio Latour is like, oh, don't worry, I'll get us in, and they. They let him in the zone, and they
1: immediately oh. <laughs> get kicked out. Okay, so yeah, that's when they're they're gonna um, they're gonna go see Debbie Reynolds, who was like kind of like a, a fading star in the sixties, late seventy, early seventies. She was famous before, but she was a singer, and then uh, they were gonna go see her. And he kept saying like, "Oh, we're old friends of Debbie's." So like, that's how they get they tricked the guy, yeah, like, it's a good to get him come in, and then almost immediately, yeah, almost immediately they like, they get kicked out. But also before that, they park in the middle of like the. The lobby area. Oh, like, that's You good. can't park here. He's like, this is not a decent place to park? Yeah. Like, no, no <laughs> you can't. No, move your vehicle. You can't park here. He, and he's like, oh, Debbie Reynolds. I love Debbie. We're old friends of Debbie. He's <laughs> <It's laughs>
2: like, there's no more seats though. It's like, right, we'll be quiet. We'll stand to the side. And they immediately get kicked out. Yeah. Man, this is like... Also, this movie is the first... It has a lot of good-ass music in it. The first time I ever heard... Uh, She's a lady. Yeah, yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. She's, She's a, a lady. lady. Talking about <laughs> the little lady. And Tom Jones that lady he is, is mine. mine. Hell yeah, Tom Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I just I don't like the I don't like the Rolling Stones song that they end with.
2: I like I've I, I've I think I've told you about we I think we did an episode on this. Rolling Stones are half and half. Some songs are cool, some songs can just kiss thy balls
1: yeah i really like the rolling stones but like i don't like their radio hits because i've heard them too much
2: well it's all right
1: Jumpin' jack Flash yeah. is that song right yeah. i like that song i mean they it, it could have had a better ending song because the songs throughout the whole movie were pretty good the yardbirds yardbirds
2: that's a good scene i like when uh when Toro has that that knife and he's like yeah in <laughs> like the elevator yeah <laughs> <laughs> Or or, uh, when Johnny Depp Is like telling him She's she's probably I think he's like Teasing him like she's probably getting banged And he's like Oh 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 Oh
1: oh
2: Oh. And then The whole like scene The whole parts With Christina
1: Ricci Oh yeah
2: (laughs) She's like a What is it Was she just like a? She was a child Right Was she playing a child And she was with Benicio Del Toro So so He's being rapey Or something No
1: he's like I found her I met her on the plane Oh coming over And she's like a from Montana, and she wants to show Barbara Streisand. So he lied to her, and said "Oh, he's friends with Barbara Streisand to get her to the hotel." Oh. And he really, it was a checked in. But by, by the time Raul Duke shows up, Johnny Depp's character, and then um, so this, I wasn't expecting this. My lawyer had a child and some preternatural um, courtship. <laughs> like, yes. so then he realizes she's got to go, man. And then he's like just uh,
2: freaking out, dude, paranoia. So they,
1: they, they send her off to some other random, like, offs. Strip motel, and then uh, later in the movie, she keeps calling their hotel room, and he stages that whole like, "They're coming after me." Oh, that's ah. right. And he's like, "Something about it really freaked me out, put me in a bad mood." And then like that's when he like goes like deeper into like the adrenochrome hole.
2: That's the uh, what that what that drug the the little drops right? Yeah, just take a drop. You won't need and much. he takes the whole thing. like Yeah. What the hell, dude.
1: uh oh. These guys are crazy. So anyway, and then it ends with them. He has to rush uh, Dr. Gonzo to the airport, he's like, i never missed a flight yet. And then he's like, this is why I'm just like so crazy, because they drive basically right on the tarmac, no security anywhere, and he just drops them off right like at the side of the plane. This is so before like, way, terrorism. Yeah, way,
2: way before 9-11, yeah. obviously. Well, you can do anything, but... You can
1: smoke on the plane, you can fuck on the plane, and fucking bring a cow on the plane. <laughs> no donkeys,
2: whatever. Yeah. But... I give this movie 5 bats. I give it 5, five bats. Five, 5 drugs. Five,
1: 5 5 tabs of acid.
2: It's like even though it's like uncomfortable, it's it's an awesome movie. It's badass. It's like It's a, a
1: it wasn't a big success when it came out initially, but I think it's gone to cult.
2: It is like a yeah, it's a cult, cult classic cuz before I even saw this movie, I would see the 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 cover It's just a twisted Johnny yeah. I couldn't even tell It was Johnny Depp But I always saw it A blockbuster I, I want to say Ralph Steadman Is the art, the art artist guy Who's the guy That draws all those The posters Where they're like They look like monsters
1: I think it's Ralph Steadman But I might have The last name wrong
2: Red and white Picture-ish Yeah Anyway This is, this is a badass movie I recommend you watch As my attorney I recommend you watch this movie <laughs> Unfortunately I'm going to have to Come along with you Yep Yeah. Shout-outs. We
1: were going to stop the episode and we decided, oh, we forgot these outs. No, we didn't. This is just an edit. Shout-outs to our homies and uh, the Squid Squad. Shout-outs to our homies at the Tower, our Tower Bar family.
2: To my Vegas family. It's a Vegas episode, kind of.
1: Yeah, this is a Vegas. This totally is a Vegas. We're going to do another Vegas episode, too. Oh, shit, we are? Yeah. Oh, so the funny thing is I hit up, uh, left a message on your brother's... La El Talamacas, what is it? El Tamalucas. Tamalucas, asking him if he's going to be open on Easter Sunday, and he's like, hell no. No, <laughs> never. Because <laughs> that's when we're going to go to Vegas again. Uh, that's kind of a bummer. Cause you're Laura, just going one day? We're going for two days, but I, I think they're closed Monday, so we're going Sunday, uh, Monday, and we're come back on Tuesday. <laughs> he just replied, hell no. Hell no. Hell <laughs> <laughs> um, no. But anyway, I thought it was pretty funny, but um, <laughs> Laura and Sean are really amped up. We're amped up to try to try those tamales but maybe maybe next time
2: damn dude maybe uh, uh next time i go I, I, I might go pretty soon dude i'm not sure
0: you can always I, roll up with I, us I, if you want
2: i probably won't be able to make that one i'll let you know it'll probably be a last minute thing but if i'm not there well we're going for two days bring me back some tomorrow uh shirts with tamales on <laughs> i'll it. be i'll bring you
1: back a shirt I should have been tamale yeah so, anyway, shout outs to all our fans, all our favorite podcasters out there doing that grind. Uh, we still doing the,
2: the phone thing or no? I don't
0: know.
1: Oh, yeah, call the phone line, uh, complaint line 619 269 1057. We need your complaints, so yeah. we can do another complaint episode. We do this for you. We for can. that smile.
2: Yeah, that smile right there. Yeah, right, Or a you smiling. You
1: can do the compliment line. Call us up and compliment us because tell us we're doing a good job because sometimes Sal will get sad and you need some or compliments. tell
2: me, or tell us. We could be like a, a hate voicemails. Or you have a scary it's a really story. Really sensitive, though. Dude. Yeah. Don't, don't be too mean
0: to us.
1: Okay, I think that's it. All, all right. Call another shout
2: There Whoa, 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 see
0: you later.